0: Well, let's welcome back Coach Taylor. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Um, it's good to be back. Uh, from a player standpoint, um, guys got it, it was a good balance of in the bye week of rest, um, prep for Carlton, um, and and, and obviously working to get better on ourselves. So it was, it was a good balance for that for those guys. Um, uh, like the way we went about our work, how they went about their business. Coaches wise, it was alright. It was a balance between prepping for Carlton, um, f- focusing on things we need to get better at than recruiting. So. You know, the the, the the week was, the week of, uh, the bye week was broken up um, into a lot of different compartments, and I feel like we did a good job with all of them, so.
1: <clears throat> well, let's jump in and talk about that big uh, game against Carlton. What what are your initial thoughts on this contest that you'd like to share?
0: Yeah, sure, man. Well, first of all, it starts with the head guy. Uh, Coach Rennell is doing a great job, man. I remember when he came over, I knew that was going to be a I one, I knew it was a good hire, and that was going to be a, an, an issue for us, man, so. <laughs> he's doing a good job. Um, it starts with their with their quarterback, obviously. Um, you know, Jack Curtis is doing a good job. The kid is seventy two percent completion per, completion um percentage, which that's really, really good, man. Nine touchdowns, zero interceptions. If you if people that have been following us for a while remember the last three years, Carlton had a kid that was very similar to this. This kid is actually a little bit taller. Um, so he's he he he's 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 gonna be a tough guy to to contain and bottle up the run game it starts you know they got a freshman back there who's doing a good job Uh, number 42 is big he's strong he's physical i mean just what you want in a midwest running back right just somebody when the weather gets cold you can just turn around hand the football off to him and you know he can fall forward for three four yards and i feel like they've always had guys within these last three or four years that can fall forward Um, at the skill position they are they're really talented man they got another kid down there um but number zero i like this kid a lot i mean might be one of the better players in the league, you know, and, I, and man, the kid is really good. They move around, they hide him. Uh, he catches the ball well. He's strong. He's physically he's a smart kid. Um, so we got to obviously know where he's at, and then they have two other receivers down there, eleven and eleven and eighty, that are really really good players. Man, they throw the ball up to him, and and, and they go get it. So that's from a, that's from our defensive standpoint. We got to slow down the nerd. And then I always thought when Carl when Carlton came over with Coach Jernell, he brought his defensive coordinator with him. They run a very They run the most interesting defense in the league. Now, everybody that's been following the show, when I first got started, Concordia used to run that triple option, and that was a very unique offense. Well, Carlton runs a unique defense. When they have three down linemen, they're going to play with five to six safeties, and they're going to play with um, one or two linebackers. And they get those safeties activated in a run game, so it makes it very, very, very difficult to simulate in practice. And more importantly, on a Saturday, I mean, you got guys flying all over the doggone place. So we're gonna have to be really, really good up front with understanding, you know, IDing before the ball is snapped, and then post snap making sure we're on the right people. So, um, so it's gonna be a good, it's gonna be a great challenge, really good challenge. You
1: know, I was wondering in years past, um, trying to simulate that in practice would have been a little more challenging. Because you didn't have as many players as you do now, you have a bigger roster size. Does that help you in practice to be able to simulate that better?
0: Um, you know what? I would. I'm not going to say because of the roster size is bigger. It's just the scheme of what they're doing. Like when we get out there today, we're going to tell when when the scout team defense is looking is giving the scout the, 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 the our number one offensive look. When it gets to those first those three guys in the middle, <laughs> we're basically just telling going to tell those three guys, hey, go wherever you want. Because on film and those guys are going wherever they want and making a lot of plays and tackles, man. Number seven is their is their free safety that plays high, and that kid is all over the place. And all they did was just plugged him in because they had a kid two years two years ago, number 37, who was a who was all over the doggone play. So seven just replaced 37. and you know, 55 is a linebacker who is really really good player, very active downhill, and in their best defensive player. I think we're probably going to play defensive player in the, in the league this week, unless St. John's has a guy up there, or Bethel might have a guy, but they have a linebacker, a lineman, number 66, Michael Carey from South Jersey, Haddonfield. He is he's playing in people's backfields uh, in the first two games, man. I, I thought he was on the other team, so <laughs> he's good. <laughs> you know,
1: you, you had a similar outcome in your game against Minnesota Morris. When you look at their performance against uh, the Lions. The, are, are there things that you're seeing that you go, okay, but now I, you know, I'm obviously I'm not looking for you to give away the game plan. But when you're watching that, are you thinking, okay, here's some thing areas we can exploit?
0: Um, it's, it's obviously every game and every every week is its own little season, its own little story. So to watch that game and to try to compare and say, hey, you know, we can we can do this, we can do that. It's very it's it's, it's tough to do that, and you got to be careful doing that because. Carlton's getting ready to play Hamlin, and Hamlin's getting ready to play Carlton, and two different. The, the makeup of the teams is totally different. Um, you can gain some things from watching it, but it's to, to, but to hang your hat on everything that from that game is you, know, you gotta be careful doing that. So we gotta make sure we know exactly what our fits are at all, in all three phases: in the kicking game, where our fits are; in the run game, and what our fits are defensively. We'll we'll, we'll have a chance. So. <clears throat>
1: I know you love to run the ball. They've only given up 165 total yards rushing in their first two games, but they haven't faced a team that's got a running back like you and an offensive line. So, so, do you feel like this presents an opportunity for you to work, be able to work the ground game?
0: Yeah. Well, we're going to have to because the style of their defense—I don't know what they want to, what they call that thing down there—but it's really good. I mean, they're gonna, there's going to be times where they're dropping eight, and you can't throw the football into that. So, we're going to have to run the ball. Um, I'm not a big stat guy, um, but you know, one of our younger coaches said, "Coach, did you realize we were third in the country in time of possession?" Which I didn't know that. You know, so we're gonna have to lean into that. Um, hold on to the ball. Um, you know, our, our best, our best defenses and our offenses out on the field, man. There, you know, we can control the football and run it. We got to stay patient. We might have a two-yard run, might have a three-yard run, then we got to pop a six or seven-yard run. So we got to stay patient there. But their defense is very, and it's, and it's not just this year. They in the in the past couple of years they've been stout, man, because they run a really unique scheme, so. what's well, interesting
1: you were talking about that defensive scheme, so let's jump into fan questions, because Zach would like to know, he says, Coach, if a team is pass-happy like Tarleton or likes to run a lot like Concordia used to, do you ever get out of that base 4-3 and use five defensive backs or three defensive backs
0: to start a game? Oh, yeah, we've done that in the past, man. we play some sub-defense, um, You know, when teams are in, you know, teams got three receivers out there, we've put three corners out there, or another DB slash safety guy out there. So it just really depends. The thing you got to be careful with that is is just how you fit the run when you you do that. You know, whoever that next, if you're going to take a linebacker off the field and put a DB in, that DB's got to be able to stick his nose in there, understand the run fits. You got to have a kid that's smart enough and tough enough to do that too. And we do, we feel really good about the three corners that we have on our team and Caleb leaders, Raheem Avery. And um, Juan Bertard. so Dad, there there are some opportunities for that um, in, in the past game this week. But again, you know the coaches are still kind of putting together the last touches on the on a game plan, and, and then we'll go from there. Brad would like to know how do you feel about the play of the special teams so far? Um, first game okay, last game wasn't happy man. We had, we had to make some changes with our kickoff coverage people. Um, so you know that that was a that was if you did if you were able to catch the Morris game, you know we. We gave up a couple kickoff returns, then That got out to the middle of the field, mess. That puts the that puts a lot of pressure on the defensive coaches, man. So we got to get that fixed ASAP. Um, punting's been okay. Uh, punting's been okay. I mean, very, very, very pleased and impressed with our extra point field goal unit team. Uh, we haven't had a kicker uh, around here in a while like Durham Welch, so super excited about his growth and development. Um, and then we do need to be a little bit better our kickoff return. You know, kicker return needs to be a weapon for us. You know, as a young coach, I would always say that was the best offensive play we had in the playbook. So, <laughs> as an old coach, I'm trying to adopt that, adopt that, uh, that, that old saying I had. So,
1: <laughs> An old coach. We know that's not true.
0: Uh, <laughs> Leon
1: would like to know, who do you think is the player that the team looks up to most and respects the
0: most? Ooh. Wow, man, we got so many guys to pick from. Oh, man, I would say, man, that's a good one. You know what? I'm always giving love to the, to the skilled guys. I would say, you know, Jake Cunningham on offense um, and Evan Miller on defense. Jake Cunningham's a fourth-year offensive lineman, and um, Evan Miller's a fifth-year defensive lineman. So I'd say those two guys got a good you know, good pulse of the team and a good handle, and people respect them. Tom says, Coach, I know the
1: schedule is the schedule, but Carlton had the first week off of the season. I would think that is not a good thing for them, especially if they have some injuries early on.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, right? The bye comes when the bye comes. So, um, that I, you know, I can't speak too much into that. You know, obviously, they got another good day. It looked like that that bye week. It looked like where they had the bye this week did not. Uh, this year didn't hurt them. <laughs> they look like a good Carlton team to me. So I don't know, man. Maybe we need to start having a bye in, a, in, a, in, a, in week zero. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have two questions for you from Chris. The first is, he would like to know: Would you mind
1: sharing the dynamics of getting along with the group of men whose responsibility it is to cross your team each week?
0: Can you wait? So can you? The, the dynamics of is he saying the other head coach?
1: yeah how you're getting along with with other coaches when it's their job to beat you every week,
0: oh yeah well, I mean, we don't it, it's funny man football once you get in the football season, you're kind of in your own little secluded world, so there's not a whole lot of communication between myself and other coaches um quite frankly um you know we just it just doesn't work like that, you know not picking up the phone and calling and talking to each other about how things are going or you know meeting up for dinner or anything so I mean. It's all good, man. We just, you know, we're in the season and we're ready to go. Now, I respect all these coaches that now, I'll say this, I know when I first got here in 2013 coming from the Patriot League when I was working at Bucknell, I felt like the coaching in this league was really, really good. And you know, I really, I, and I still feel that way, man. It's a good ball. We're getting ready to face a really good ball coach. His offensive coordinator is very crafty. The way that they, um, the way that they, um, you know, they keep you guessing, you know, there's, there's not a lot of tendencies with um, Coach Davies, who's the OC down there. So, I mean, they do a good job. We're going to have our hands full. He would also
1: like to know, do you find that some coaches will say negative things about other programs to get recruits to come to their school?
0: Mm, that's, uh, I, that I don't know. I know I'm, a, I'm very conscious, very, very conscious, just because I'm a big universe guy. and You know, when we get a for instance, we lose a – I know we lost a kid to St. John's. And his sister went to Hamlin. Kid name was Henry Trost. I think he, he might have just got finished playing. He's a really good running back for those guys, actually. So, real upset they didn't come. But, hey, man, when something like that happens, first of all, you never never negatively recruit because that can come back to bite you. And, two, when he decided to go to St. John, I said, listen, all the best. If you feel like that's the best situation for you, hey, knock yourself out, man. After the game, I shook his hand and, and told me he did a good job. So, you know, I just – I'm always conscious on how would I want my son to be treated. You know, if, the kid, if a kid doesn't go your, to your school – Treat them the right way, you know, so to negatively recruit against, hey, why would you go play at St. John's or why would you go play at Augsburg? I'm not doing that, not even about that. People do that to us, and that's all I'm them, but I know I, I want to treat everybody with respect, and, and that, that's the way that we'll always be here, so.
1: Emily says, Coach, you always seem to have the inside track on stuff going around with, with other sports teams at Hamlin. Any big news you know going on in soccer, volleyball, or with any other team? Mm, well, I'm really excited about our, our
0: men's soccer. Men's soccer has been doing really well. They're off to like one of their best starts in years. Um, volleyball, I haven't been able to keep up with much because they, you know, I kind of see the soccer coaches more, uh, but the volleyball coach, I don't see much. And you know, sometimes when their games are away or obviously at night, we're still prepping. But it's tough to see, so I'm not sure exactly how they're doing. I wish I'd have, I wish I'd known that that was a question. I could have done some research for you, um, but you know, I just know that. They were out in California a couple weeks ago, and I think they, they had a good start. And it's always good when all when other sports are doing well on campus. So,
1: Danny says, Coach, why would your Eagles treat our Vikings that way?
0: Oh, man. <laughs> well, I'm not sure exactly what you're to I know we the Eagles won the game. Um, I know it was a tough game. Um, and, you know, a bunch of Vikings fans that are friends of mine, I told them, man, listen, you know, it's only two games, man. Don't panic because I think – I really do think the Vikings have got a good team. They do. They just – I mean, it's the NFL, man. They ran into two tough two tough teams early, you know, so they're going to bounce back. I'm not sure who they have this week, but I'm pulling for the Vikes this week, man.
1: Our buddy Andre returns. Says, Coach, a nice win at home, but those Cowboys and their defense look brutal. Are you a little worried about them?
0: No, man. We're not worried about the Cowboys. We're worried about the next week's opponent. Coach Sirianni is going to have a great game, and all the coaches will have a great game plan for the Cowboys. Um, that'll be a tough one. Their defense looks outstanding right now. I know people in Philly are panicking about our pass offense. Um, it sound like sounds like you know they're not happy with how Jalen Hurts is doing with the pass, but they but we've been able to run the ball. So if you can run it, if we can run the ball against Carlton this week, man, why would we why would we pass it? You know, if the passing game is working, why would we run it? You know, now you want to be able to do both, but you know, sometimes as a coach, man, we all smarter, so man, do do what works.
1: Josh would like to know, what do you do when you're
0: bored? If you're ever bored, I guess. <laughs> I don't have a lot of time to be bored. Uh, I don't have a lot of time to be bored. Um, gosh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a lot of time to be bored, especially during the season. But then off-season, it's just always something going on with, with recruiting, alumni, Fundraising—it's like it's not a lot of. That's the one thing about college coaching, especially at my level and,
1: and and where I'm at. It's
0: like it's always something go. It's always something different, you know. Always something different. You're always trying to learn something different, a new technique, a new scheme. So There's not a lot of. it's not a lot of downtime to be bored as a college coach. And and what's our words of wisdom for this week, coach? Yeah, well, we got. Here's the deal, man. Just keeping it, you know, keeping it um transparent with with you guys and, and the team, man. We got to find a way. Simple as, as simple as that. Man, we have to find the way. We traditionally, you know, Carlton has been a juggernaut for us. You know, I've been here 10 years. We didn't have a game during the pandemic. I was looking at it. We were two. We're two and seven versus Carlton. And in that time, there are three games I can I can specifically remember. In 2013, we lose an OT out here. Um, in 2014, we lose 13 to six um, out here in the snow game. Uh, 2019, we lost 14 to seven out here. And then in 2018. Um, we were winning 20 to seven with the second quarter and the wheels and the wheels sell off. So there's four competitive games that we're right in there with Carlton. So we have got to find a way to scratch, fight, claw, slow this game, slow this game up. Um, we got a lot of respect for them. They're they're tough. Um, they're well coached. Um, they have playmakers, but we have to find a way to to, to to come out with a W. So that's the that's the words of wisdom, and you can maybe you can use that throughout the week and finding a way to get your job done the best of your ability. So
1: loving it. Coach Taylor, thanks for joining us this week. All right, thanks for listening. Well, let's welcome you back, and I'm honored to welcome uh, senior Evan Miller to the show. show. Uh, Evan, thanks for joining me here.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me today.
1: Well, Evan, let's first of all talk about um, why, why did you decide that Hamlin University was the right spot for you? Uh,
2: I initially decided I decided my junior year of high school, really, I came on visit. I came on a junior day on-campus visit, and I came to some game day visits. And I just love the atmosphere. And, you know, being a college athlete, the most important thing is, you know, being in college, being a student athlete, is being a student first. And Hamlin had all the schooling that, you know, great schooling, great programming that uh, I wanted and I, you know, needed. And then on top of that, the football team was great. Um, all the coaches, they were just super caring and super... Super an extension of my high school program that I felt that corresponded with it well and that all the coaches cared about me as a human being and a football player and wanted my best interests. And then just the guys that are around the team when I was you know, looking to come on, they were all welcoming. Even if they were all leaving, they were all welcoming. They were all, all open and honest and just a great group of guys to be around to play with and a great group of coaches to lead lead me in the right direction. That's fantastic.
1: And what are you majoring at in Hamlet?
2: I am majoring in criminology. I'm going into uh, law enforcement and looking to go federal with it one day. All right. Good for you. That's awesome. What what kind of led you to that idea? Uh, you know, I've always been, I've always, you know, in high school, I kind of came up with two things. It's being a teacher, being a police officer. And I said, I'm a very outgoing person and I don't like to do the same thing repetitively a bunch. And I said, ah, teaching's not for me. And I just kind of decided on criminology. I have no one in the family that's no one in my immediate family in that degree and or in that field. And I have a cousin that went to Hamlin and she loved it through to the criminology program. And I figured I might as well give it a shot. And I've loved it ever since and wouldn't change a thing.
1: That's fantastic. You, you didn't have to travel very far to get to Hamlin coming from, uh, Elk River. So with that, uh, a big change for you or, or kind of a natural little thing being down there in St. Paul?
2: Um, it's kind of natural. That's another big reason why I chose Hamlin is I am kind of a homebody. Um, It's nice only being 45 minutes away from home, but yet again, it's still nice having that separation that, you know, I've lived on off-campus house for the last four years, and I, I rarely do go home when I do, but I do enjoy the quick travels home. But uh, being so close is nice, and that was a big deciding factor of why I came to Hamlin, and it's it's been awesome.
1: Well, let's talk about this season. Team off to a 2-0 and start. Uh, ha- how have you seen the team, especially on the defensive side of the ball, how do how you think they're performing early on?
2: I think we're performing well. I think uh, a big thing this year is we're much faster than we were last year, and I think we're all flying around. Um, young guys are coming in and making a huge impact. And young guys are coming in ready to play, if not almost ready to play, and that's just helping us out that they all know their role and they're giving us great looks and practice. And then when they get on the field in a game, they give us valuable reps and they've been taking everything we, we expect as a defense to heart and they've been stepping up big time. And the defense has been flying around this year, which is good, making, turn, or making takeaways and taking the ball away and running to the football, which is the biggest thing.
1: You're one of the leaders of the team this year. What's that feeling like for you?
2: Uh, it feels it feels good. You know, I've I've I haven't changed since freshman year, since high school. I think I've just grown with these great coaches. Um, it's really helped me take a role into the leadership step, and I couldn't be more excited to lead this team of Hamlin Pipers, and it's just been awesome. Um, kind of getting a deeper look at what goes on behind Hamlin football, as you wouldn't if you were not necessarily a captain. Um, It's been awesome being able to take the lead of this team and these group of young guys and work with the coaches hand-in-hand and kind of what we expect as a player standpoint and even with our team goals. Um, It's just been honestly a dream come true, and it's just been awesome to be able to be involved in all the decision-making or most of the decision-making and being able to lead this group of 72 guys that are just tough-nosed and ready to work. Coach
1: Taylor talks to me about you're one of those guys that people – Respect and listen to on the team. So, do you find yourself to be more of a vocal leader or are you a guy who just kind of more leads by example?
2: Um, I would say I'm a little bit of both. I am probably more of on the vocal side where I tend to stay high energized and I like to keep my energy high because even if we're all down at a 6 a.m. lift, for example, we're all kind of slow and moving in the morning because we're just getting up. Um, we're all up and at it. We're all, we're all there. So you got to make the most of it. And I tend to be the, uh, be a big vocal guy and big energy. I like to energize bunny. I like to, I like to bring the juice. And then I do like to lead by example. I like to do things right and do all the little things because I believe the little things are what makes you the best person you can be. And uh, so I would say both.
1: Uh, the team has a huge contest against Carlton uh, this season. So, I, big rivalry game. G- give me your thoughts on the contest.
2: Um, Carleton is definitely a great program. Um, you know, I'm a fifth year, so we played them my 2019. They beat us 14-7, and then they've kind of had our number the past two games you have played them, and they've beat us beat us going away pretty well. So it's they're they're a great opponent. I respect I respect the opponent, but it's definitely um, it's definitely a, that program's where we want to be. And I definitely feel like we've been taking the steps in the right direction. And I can't wait for our first real MIAC test. And I think, I think it'll be good. I think our defense, like I said, is much faster than last year, a little more smarter, um, which helps us play with their, their quick pass game, helps us run to the ball, helps us get things. And hopefully we can create, create some takeaways that we haven't in the past.
1: You know, you guys have had a lot of very close games with them in in recent history. And so, how do you think you get over the edge, you know, and get that victory instead of falling three points short or something?
2: I think it's just take care of the ball. It's it's offensively in which we, we have been doing a great job this year, offensively of taking care of the ball and winning the time of possession. And when it comes to defensively, when we get our hands on the ball, we got to seize the opportunity and make all those takeaways. Um, whether that's a defensive lineman coming for a strip sack or a, a DB getting a hand on a football, we got to take them away. I think it's when we come down to the, the turnover ratio of this game. T- tell me a
1: little bit about your season, Evan. How are you feeling about the way you're performing on the field?
2: Uh, I feel very I feel very well. You know, I don't have – have, a, a good, I'm off to a good start in tackles this year. Um, you know, my body feels great, which is the biggest thing last year. A couple of knee issues that were kind of holding me back and limiting me um, this year. You know, I'm, a, I'm an old guy, but I feel young. My um, body feels great. I feel like I've been doing good, and I can't wait to get into act play where it's more of uh run the football my style of D. I'm a big uh, – I, I prefer the run versus the pass, so I can't wait for the challenges of act opportunities to come up.
1: Hearing yourself describe you as an old person is making me feel very old, and so that, <laughs> thanks a lot for it. Uh, um, you're very. I know Coach Taylor talked to me about he was expecting a lot out of his defensive line. It looks like you guys are really gelling and doing a great job for the team.
2: No, yeah. I think our defensive line unit, I believe we have 13 guys. Um, we've all gelled really well coming in. I think we have six, six of five through seven guys. I'm not sure how many new guys, but they all came in and within day two, we were all, we were all pretty good buddies and now we're all we're all great buddies, great teammates, and we, we gelled very well. And we have a different we have a different mixture of athletes. We have a lot of a lot of good dn, DN type players that are just speedy and they just want to get after want to get after the quarterback, which is awesome. And we have some guys in the inside that want to want to lay some hell. So I think this D line unit is very complete, and we just got to put it in action on a Saturday.
1: Well, Evan, let's close with this uh i i used to ask coach taylor why it was great to be a hamlin piper so you tell me why is it great to be a hamlin piper
2: um just the opportunity that comes from being a hamlin piper um you know a big reason i came back for this 50 years opportunity and that's obviously opportunity to turn this program around that in a place where it hasn't been in 20 or so years and then just uh just the growth that comes with being a hamlin piper um we do everything we do everything right. We strive to make the best young men out of all the guys that come in, which is why I've loved being a Hamlin Piper. And what makes it great being a Piper is just the day-in and day-out support that you get from the coaches, from the team, and the community here at Hamlin. I mean, it's just been awesome. And like I mentioned earlier, I wouldn't change a thing.
1: That's fantastic.
2: Evan Miller, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me.